Hey guys, welcome to a bonus episode of What the Actual F. Okay, so this is kind of like my first few weeks in my new place and I'm alone today and I'm sitting here just like, you know what I want to do? I want to talk about conspiracy theories because the other day I was hanging out with a friend and we kind of just got on the topic of conspiracies. We started talking for about three hours all about the craziest conspiracies that we'd ever heard of or ones that we were like this kind of like the the evidence is a little bizarre but also could it even be real because it doesn't seem like it could you know like none of them that we actually like subscribe to you know but we kind of are interested in so i have a handful of ones i want to talk with you guys about today i got nothing else to do and if you've got nothing else to do hang out with me and let's put on our tinfoil hats hang out and talk conspiracies because like it or not conspiracies have been around for centuries and even more so craziness is that several conspiracies that sound off the wall crazy buku's bananas have actually been proven to be true like project sunshine aka the dead baby project or how during prohibition the government poisoned booze going around america you know bad booze or projects like mk ultra testing drugs on unknowing subjects john lennon being an undercover agent the government spying on us, and so many more. Now, I'm not claiming that any of the ones I'm going to share with you today are in fact true. In fact, what I'm claiming is these are some of the ones that made me go, <laughs> wait, people actually believe that? Because they're a little bit, well, bizarre. Buku's bananas crazy, and that's saying a lot because they're conspiracies. That's what they're supposed to be. But these ones, these ones are gonna make you go, wait, I'm serious. Harmony, you're telling me that people believe this. Yes, yes, baby. I'm telling you just that. Hold on, let me get my tinfoil. All right, it is time to put on our tinfoil hats and dive in. We'll start with some basic questions. The sky is... In a world where it feels like nothing is as it seems... Blue. It's blue, of course. Oh, the sky's blue. The sky's blue. One plus one is... Two. 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 There's at least one truth we thought was indisputable. And the Earth is... Flat. Flat. The Earth is flat. My reality, my senses tell me that the Earth is flat and stationary. Despite overwhelming scientific evidence to the contrary, some people, okay, a lot of fucking people actually, a disturbing amount of people, they in fact believe the Earth is flat. Proponents of this theory argue that the Earth is a flat disk, that all evidence to the contrary has been fabricated by a secret society which controls the masses. Please ensure right now that your tinfoil hat is snug and tight. And I'm not knocking anyone out there that believes this. Okay, okay. So people who believe in the flat earth theory hold this conviction that the earth really is flat and not round at all. The theory started to become a lot more known and popular around 2009. Ever since, it has grown a following of millions. 
And some of that following are A-list celebrities, very mainstream people that you would see in your everyday life just watching TV and movies. Now, they claim that the Earth is flat because it feels like and looks as though it is. Those that believe this theory call themselves the Flat Earth Society. Now, the importance of this is that though there is evidence to the contrary, they do claim that all of this evidence is fabricated. It's fabricated by the Round Earth Conspiracy. It's like conspiracy-ception. A conspiracy within a conspiracy that is brilliant. The believers of Flat Earth Theory think that the Earth is a disk, with the Arctic Circle in the center. And then Antarctica is a like 150-foot tall wall of ice. And this is believed to be kind of like the barrier of the rim or what some have called the Walshover. Or Walshover, I don't really know how they pronounce it, but it's like, all I can think of is Game of Thrones and I hear like a wall of ice and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're gonna, <gasps> they're gonna be there, the White Walkers. But honestly, I don't really know a lot about it. All I know is that Antarctica is the barrier. It is the edge. Believers claim that NASA actually guards and protects these ice walls from people with the White Walkers. But it is believed by the Flat Earthers that NASA is guarding it because it's full of secrets. Or you'll fall off the edge. Again, I'm not actually sure what's supposed to be on the other side. Now, in the eyes of the Flat Earthers, they also believe that Earth's gravity is nothing but an illusion. And objects don't actually accelerate downward. They are actually driven up by some mysterious force that they call dark energy. Do you know what? Let me step in and I hate to do this, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate. While Einstein's gravity has passed every test so far, nobody knows for sure that it applies everywhere, under all circumstances and conditions. In particular, there is no guarantee that general relativity reigns over the entire expanse of the cosmos. And several rival theories have been proposed over the years. You know, just in case it doesn't. I will also talk about the fact for one quick moment that Newton came up with the idea of gravity. From this point where an apple fell on his head, he wondered why did the apple fall? This is the birth of gravity, that moment. The law of universal gravity came into existence in 1687. Since then, it has been the explanation of gravity and gravitational force. It has been taught in the entire world. And it has now been scientifically disproven. Even though it is the only law that has been disproved. But due to this being a single law, every aspect of gravitation and the related concept are going to have to take a new course. So, we don't know what causes gravity. And that's the only point so far that I can give them. Now, I'm not saying again that we are sitting on a flat disc with an ice wall, but I am saying, I don't know, watch your back. There might be some white walkers out there somewhere. Yeah, everybody here can agree on absolutely one thing, which is it is not a globe. For centuries, a flat Earth was accepted as certainty until science and sailboats said otherwise. And one of the rules of power is you never admit that there's someone bigger than yourself. But in 2015, this guy, Mark Sargent, posted his flat Earth clues. Part of a series of clues that can help you get your head around both the design of the flat Earth system we live in. You're kind of the like father of this oh, movement. Boy, how, how would you? Don't do <laughs> You're that. You're the one who just started it all. I did not invent flat Earth. All I did was walk up to a door, point at it, say, you know what? 
I think there's some really interesting things on the other side of this and check it out for yourself. Okay, so yes, on the opposite end of flat earth theory, we have countless photographs, videos, and imagery from astronauts and the ISS that is basically enough evidence to show that the earth is actually round. If you don't know what that round is from, you're missing out. Okay, so here's the earth. Chilling. Damn, that is a sweet earth, you might say. Round. So here's the interesting part with them. Even though there is all of this evidence that proves that their claims that the Earth is flat is incorrect, they say that the real evidence, the proof that the planet is actually flat, is hidden. I would like to make light of something known as confirmation bias right here. Those who most likely believe have misinterpreted the evidence, and therefore they're only looking for their beliefs to be confirmed. They want to confirm their views, which is absolutely something that almost everybody wants. We all basically suffer from confirmation bias. So you can't really blame them, but also kind of be like, uh, I mean, maybe have a bit of more open mind. Maybe don't settle on the fact that it is flat for sure. I mean, what about the other planets? Are they like round and this one's just flat? Like what's going on there? I've always wondered that. Or is like the whole solar system all fake? Sorry, I'm gonna keep going. Now the flat earth model actually started in ancient times. This is because back many, many, many years ago in our early ancestry, we did in fact believe that the earth was flat. We were so positive if you got on your boat and you just kept sailing, you would go right off the edge. I know, it's hilarious because if that was true, how many people would be on a boat right now? Because I would. Bye. My therapist says using humor to let out my depression and sadness is better than, I don't know, crying myself to sleep every night. But you're welcome for the bad jokes. There's another contribution though to the flat earth society. And this is more of like a cognitive one. When there is a group of people, like-minded thinkers, there is a need for value and harmony and coherence. According to psychology, this actually will come above rational thinking. And yes, I said my own name. It's always so weird when I do that. I forget that harmony means other things than, well, me. Side note that also nobody asked for, my mom's name is Melody, so that was fun growing up. Now back in the day, again, still a controversial thought, we believe that the earth was flat. Another thing about flat earth theorists is most of them may also believe that the moon landing was faked. That the pictures and the audios recorded from that time were all fabrications. Don't worry, we're gonna get on that theory a little bit later. I don't want to touch too much on that one because that's on this list. Now even though the theory of flat earth has been proven wrong by a lot of evidence as we stated, the human brain and the difference that psychological concept shows is that how one person or many handfuls of us can persist with our beliefs. Especially if there's confirmation bias and a group. We as humans kind of lose all rational thought and are like, this sounds like it's a brilliant theory. Like, I am all for it. Did you know that the color blue is secretly mind controlling you? I know. That's what like 15 other people just told me and I'm so on board with it. What about you? That's basically how it works. Humans love searching for meaning. And honestly, no matter how introverted you are and how much you may hate people, we love forming connections. Especially if it's a connection between something, a thing, and sometimes something that isn't tangible for us to prove. So making a connection between them is simply our human nature. Because in all truth, we don't know anything about anything. Okay, let's go ahead and jump on into the next theory. You guys ready to hop over the ice wall and see what's on the other side? I'm ready! <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, get on the boat. We're going over the edge. We're plowing straight into that ice wall. Either one. Is that a gang sign? Have you, uh... Oh, like, you don't know what it is. You don't know what that is. I have no idea. Well, you don't know. Jimmy Fallon doesn't know. David Letterman doesn't know. Well, we don't know. All the comics and show business don't know what this is. <laughs> right? Yeah. What is it? Come on, Jimmy. Seriously. The time is up. People are hip to this kind of stuff. I, I'm here tonight to blow the lid off it to be the whistleblower. I'm sick and tired of the secrets and the lies. It is the secret symbol of the Luminati, and you're a part of it, and it is the all-mocking tongue. Unless you've been living under a rock, I'm sure you know all about the Illuminati. This theory isn't as prevalent as it once was. Though, someone who is a proponent of this conspiracy theory believes that there is an elite and secret organization known as the Illuminati. And you know what they want to do? Try to take over the world. They strongly believe that the Illuminati is around to create a dominant world totalitarian government or a new world order. This would be a singular government for the whole world. And naturally, it would be made up of the Illuminati. They would rule over the entire planet. Now, according to a survey, around 23% of Americans believe in the Illuminati. There also seems to be a link with conservative beliefs. As many who are conservative seem to be unhappy with the amount of involvement of the government in private affairs. There are many different theories as to who runs the Illuminati. But one of the general consensus is that the celebrities and government officials alike are part of it. And I like this little cohesive group. All sorts of information about the Illuminati is heavily prevalent on conspiracy theories sections in YouTube, on TikTok, in documentaries, on websites, anywhere. You can just Google Illuminati and boom, you got your pick. Hell, you can even go to the official website of the Illuminati, www.illuminatiofficial.org. And no, they, they, they are not an affiliate of this podcast, so I was just letting you know it's out there. Now, of course, this whole theory does have popularity today, as most people are kind of like aware of the Illuminati, even if they don't believe in it. The theory is actually quite extraordinary, because the claims are extraordinary. Everything about the Illuminati theory goes against our entire worldview. As far as we thought, different countries have different governments. And America especially, we safeguard against authoritarianism. Authoritarianism. God, I am so bad with my words sometimes, I don't even know why I have a podcast. The whole idea that there really is a group who is set to control over everything defies the whole founding father's wishes of freedom for all citizens. It's kind of what our whole country was founded on. Even if it feels like that is slowly slipping away or just costing a lot of fucking money these days. Anyways, <laughs> let's continue with the theory, but also kind of real, Illuminati. Year was 1776. In Bavaria, new ideals of rationalism, religious freedom, and universal human rights 
competed with the Catholic Church's heavy influence over public affairs. Across the Atlantic, a new nation staked its claim for independence on the basis of these ideas. But back in Bavaria, law professor Adam Weishaupt's attempts to teach secular philosophy continued to be frustrated. Weishaupt decided to spread his ideas through a secret society that would shine a light on the shortcomings of the church's ideology. He called his secret society the Illuminati. Okay, there are many, many different forms of evidence that people use to justify that the Illuminati is real. Of course, you have right on the surface the Eye of Horus and the Pyramid, which are both found on US currency. Also, both of which can be found heavily prevalent in popular media culture. They believe that this is evidence that companies, organizations, celebrities, and so forth are using this as proof that they work with the Illuminati. And they're just out here showing it all up in your face. Best way to hide a secret is out in the open. Now, of course, another reason that so many people believe in the Illuminati is because it once existed. It was created in Bavaria, Germany, where I was born, by Adam Weisenhop. He wanted to have a group where people could have more discussions than just what the church wanted many to believe. In fact, the Illuminati was founded on religious freedom and free thought. Now, the church did end up shutting down the group. The Illuminati was dismantled and broken down. Or so it was believed. Many, many people believe that Weisenhaupt and his group actually went underground to continue the Illuminati. Another piece of evidence that supporters use is that the cops have become more heavily armed than ever which they claim indicates that the government is militarizing militarizing military they're putting the military in there i'm sorry guys i don't know what is wrong with my speech today but apparently it is not good however the whole point of that is that they believe this is all under a new world order under this whole nwo there would be a very strong police force this would be to control citizens Finally, there are also many claims that the Illuminati is killing celebrities and replacing them with clones. Where did Canada come from? That's where I was cloned at. <laughs> Story for another day. Now, they're doing this all in an attempt to brainwash society. Of course, if you Google, you can find plenty of videos that claim to have footage of these clones, of these celebrities, all kind of like glitching, staring off into space, and just having a not-so-normal moments. Or, I don't know, completely normal moments because we're human and sometimes our bodies do whatever the fuck they want to do. You ever had your eye just twitch on you and you're like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Meanwhile, your eyes over here like spasming and you're like, okay, are you going to explode? What is going on? Yeah, I'm sure if someone was recording me and that was going on, they'd be like, uh, is that a fucking clone? Is she glitching? Oh, is her head gonna spin? She's about to spit out some pea soup and There is a laundry list of evidence that can prove that the Illuminati is around and real and trying to take over the world. <laughs> but many people have questioned if this is such a secret society, then why is it dropping so many hints to its existence? If the society is real, and their primary goal is to win by hiding its existence, it would absolutely make more sense for them to go around, erase any videos, and to find anyone who is sharing anything about them and just stop it. But then again, hiding it out in the open, who knows? 
Skeptics do point out that a lot of people point out occult symbolism. However, one thing is for sure. If you talk about the Illuminati, the masses will listen. Something about the thought that there is some sort of secret elite people behind everything just pulling some evil strings makes us go, that sounds interesting as shit, don't it? However, once again, one of the biggest proponents in this theory is confirmation bias. Whether you believe in the Illuminati or not, you can't deny that this is one of the most popular conspiracies that have ever been created, existed, to be known, to be shared, to be talked about. The problem with this belief is that it relies on stereotypical beliefs. It also creates a sense of fear and panic in society. It proposes and pushes that there is some sort of authoritarian government that one day will rule us all. And yeah, that could happen. But let's not manifest that shit, okay? Alright guys, let's go ahead and go to the next one before I piss off any more of the government and all of the Illuminati that are just listening over here like, I can't believe this bitch is sharing all about our secret society. Because again, they have their own website, so I don't think they can- It's 1.30 in the did the Apollo moon landings really happen? Or were they the biggest hoax of all time? Trevor Weaver has dedicated years of research to the Apollo missions and was once a supporter of the moon landings. We didn't go to the moon, and that is an established fact. NASA provided all the topographical data they had, all the photographs, all the massive models to Stanley Kubrick, so they could actually fake moon scenes. We are at the final theory I have for you, but also my favorite. Were you aware that we faked the moon landing? And do you want to know who directed it? Mr. Kubrick himself. That's right, The Shining's very own Stanley Kubrick. I mean, have you ever met someone that's been to the moon? I, I haven't, and there's only like four of them left, I believe. I apologize, that is four of the American moonwalkers are still alive. There are 10 people in total that are still alive that have set foot on the moon. One of them is Jim Lovell, and he is actually my oldest son's great-great-great-grandfather. Something I would like to state, many astronauts actually come back with the belief in alien life. Or maybe the reason they believe this is because of the shift of gravity, maybe going around on the moon, hitting some golf balls does something to the old nog. I don't know, I've never been to space or the moon. Everyone though that saw the images and the video broadcast probably got a little dizzy. July 20th of 1969 at 3.17 in the afternoon Eastern Standard Time was a moment for human history. I'm just curious though as to where all the moon hotels and moon amusement parks and just, you know, moon shuttles are that I was really hoping we're gonna be here someday. All that may not be here, but something that is are plenty of conspiracy theories. The stories of a hoax actually predate the landing on the moon itself. As soon as the first capsules were in orbit, some began to dismiss all of the images saying they were phony and all of the testimony of astronauts as complete and utter bullshit. The motivation seemed obvious. 
John F. Kennedy had promised to send a man to the moon within the decade. And though we might have been years behind the Soviets in our rocketry, we were years ahead in filmmaking. If we couldn't beat them to the moon, then we damn sure can make it look like we had. Now, most of these theories actually originate from a single man, William Casing. He'd actually worked as a technical writer for Rocketdyne. This is a company that made engines. William left Rocketdyne in 1963, but he remained fixated on the space program and its goal, which was often expressed as an item in the Cold War to-do list. Get some milk, some eggs, go to the moon, check. A man on the moon would mean a dawn of a new era. William believed in unattainable beyond the touch of existing technology. He said this was all because he worked at Rockdyne and he knew that the technology was just not quite there. But he also could say that it was just more so not believable. In fact, he didn't watch the landing to see what happened. He watched it to see how well it was staged. Beautiful view. Isn't that something? I'm uh, totally in favor of freedom of speech. But I think uh, people need to be responsible when they think about intentionally, for their own benefit, misleading the young people who are the future leaders of our world. Moon conspiracy theorists have been a small but persistent and vocal group. Over the years, often confronting and accusing astronauts of lying. In 2002, when conspiracy theorist Bart Sibrel buttonholed Buzz Aldrin, his temper got the better of him. You're the one who said you walked on the moon when you didn't. Calling the kettle black, if I ever thought of it. Saying Will I you misrepresented get it myself. Away from me. You're a coward and a liar and a thief. The punch stirred a generation less trusting of traditional media, more open to believing fake news and theories spread on the internet, and revived the moon landing's hoax theories. In total, there were six successfully manned missions to the moon, all a part of the Apollo program. About a dozen men walked that lunar surface between the years of 1969 and 1972. In 1976, a self-published book titled We Never Went to the Moon, America's $30 billion Swindle would be one of the very first to draw mass attention to what would be known as a cover-up, or at least to those who subscribe to this theory. The human mind has evolved to see patterns. This is why you can cloud gaze and see faces and babies and more hearts, puppies, dogs, elephants, so many different things. You can hear God in the wind or voices. You might hear whispering. It's just how our brains work. We search for faces, sounds, and people. Sort of like this is what I believe people can find conspiracies and the elite or a cabal or, you know, evil ways where there really isn't. I mean, take it for this. When the seatbelt was first introduced, people believed that it was done so so that you could die in a car if you got in an accident. You know, you would sit there in your own metal coffin. When in fact, the seatbelt was introduced to save our lives. If it's new, we fear it. Therefore, we're gonna start talking about it and making up rumors and conspiracies. We fear what we don't know. And definitely what we don't understand. Okay. 
Now that you know we're talking about this whole faked moon landing and that it had to be done by Stanley Kubrick, I want to talk about how some people have pointed out to certain things of the evidence of it being fake. So I'm going to give you just a few of these, but I do encourage you to like dive into this theory if you're curious because there is a lot. If I sat here and told you it would be like several hours of an episode. When people really want to get their views believed, they will stop at nothing to show you the evidence that they have, even if it's sometimes a little bit mm, unbelievable. I will say, some of this though is a bit interesting. Oh, no, it's a bit out of this world. I'm sorry, the puns are bad, I know. NASA never realized that we would have something called the internet. It's only now, when all those videos are available, that people can see what the problems are. Many of you may have heard about the American flag. The flag that the astronauts planted on the moon, which should have been flaccid. This is because the moon is existing in space, which is a vacuum. However, it's taut in photos, even waving. NASA says that they actually fitted it with a pole on both sides, like a crossbeam, in which it could hold the flag up. However, even with this, it looks as though the flag is actually waving. This is stated, oh, that's because Buzz Aldrin was twisting the pole. He was screwing it into the lunar soil, causing it to look as though it was waving in some sort of wind. Next, you have that there's only one source of light on the moon. You know, the sun. Yet, the shadows of the astronauts fall every which way. This would suggest that there are multiple light sources. Just the kind that you might find in, I don't know, like a movie studio? However, I'd like to point out something. There are indeed multiple sources of light during the landings. These come from the sun, the earth, the lander, and the astronauts' space suits. Y'all need to learn how light works, and refraction, and bouncing, and so many different things. Next, you have Blast Circle. So if NASA had actually landed a craft on the moon, it would have left these impressions and markings where the jets fired during takeoff. Yet, as you can be seen in all of NASA's very own photos, there just are none. You know what else would have left no impression? A movie prop. Which also brings me to the sea rock. Conser- Conspiracies. Conser- Conspir- What is wrong with me today, guys? Conspiracy theorists always make note of this sea rock. In several photos and videos, you can see a rock with what looks like the letter C written on it. As if it came straight from the special effects department. Before we touch on this whole sea rock, I'd like to point out that the reason there was no, like, blast circle is because of the way gravity works on the moon. The moon has about one-fifth of gravity of Earth. Therefore, the landing is soft. All the lander had to do was drift down, kind of like a leaf falling from a tree. So, there's no blast circle, because the thrust and the throttle and all of the engines, they weren't engaged. Now, for this sea rock, something that I even find very compelling. It's quite interesting. Again, it's not enough for me to go, oh my god, we never went to the moon. Listen, a lot of strange fucking shit happens on Earth, and it's natural phenomena that we don't even understand. So, seeing a rock that has a sea on it doesn't make me go, oh, it's fake just makes me go, hmm, you don't see that every day. The thing is, to me, this whole sea rock, what looks like a sea, could be a shadow. It could be debris. It could honestly just be a random 
moon space thing that we just don't know. Or, I don't know, maybe because it's the moon, things work differently there and that just happens to be a sea dented rock. I don't know. Even more so, maybe there's fucking aliens out there and they were just leaving us a, a hint. Or maybe that's how they communicate. I don't know. It is interesting, but I don't think it's proof that the moon landing was fake. Next, we have the zero stars in outer space. Well, that's suspicious. You know else where you can't see stars? A movie set. However, the moonwalks were actually done during lunar morning. You don't see stars when the sun is out, not at night and not in the light. Kind of like a stadium or like a landing zone. Basically, because it was lunar morning, you can't see fucking stars. You just can't. It was the brightest it would be on the moon at that time. Kind of like in the middle of the day here for us, you ain't gonna see stars. They're there, but you can't see them. Too much light pollution. Science is awesome. Okay, okay, and the last one. One giant leap for mankind. One little lie for Neil Armstrong. If Neil was in fact the first man on the moon, then who was filming him go down the ladder? Oh, that's simple. There was a camera mounted to the side of the lunar module. Think like a selfie stick, but for astronauts. All right, thank you for coming to my TED Talk today. Hope you enjoyed why the moon landing was absolutely not faked. I think the propagation of so-called fake news, the uh, spread, which is very welcome, of access to the internet, means that we have far more sources than we used to. There is a real crisis in understanding the strength of those sources. People often have some kind of distrust of authority, governments, and so on, and they assume that there's a some kind of plot to keep the information from us, that actually the propaganda victory of going to the moon could be based on something that was entirely fabricated. There are so many in-depth details on what people believe actually went down, and it's not just Stanley Kubrick and this whole thing. There's a belief that the astronauts were actually removed from the ship just moments before takeoff. They were then flown to Nevada, where a few days later the broadcast for the moon landing and the moonwalk would be aired. But it was being filmed from a desert. In fact, people claim to have seen Armstrong walking through a hotel lobby with, as you can figure, a showgirl on each arm because the man was there to party! After all, do you know who he is? Neil fucking Armstrong. And although he was supposed to be on the moon, he was not. He was hanging with them ladies. People even go on to say that Buzz Aldrin was seen playing the slots and winning. They were then flown to Hawaii and put back inside of the capsule after the splashdown, but just before the cameras could arrive. Now, of all of the different kinds of ways it could have been faked, I do want to talk about one of my favorite, and that is the Stanley Kubrick one. This kind of came from nowhere, or maybe it was just born because it kind of made sense. It started with kind of like this simple question. Who in 1969 would have been capable of staging a believable moon landing? Let's talk about Stanley Kubrick's masterpiece 2001 A Space Odyssey. This had just been released the year before. He plotted this whole thing with the science fiction master Arthur C. Clarke. In case you didn't know, Arthur C. Clarke is probably one of the most responsible people for the look of our world. The smoothness of a screen, the man-made satellite, GPS, the smartphone, the space station. He predicted and they built. 2001 picked up an idea that he had explored in his life and his work, particularly in Arthur's novel Childhood's End. In this novel, it sort of fades out the human race and into a transition of a swamp-like planet and then into the deep origins of space. 
In 2001, A Space Oddity, change comes in the form of a monolith. A featureless black shard that an alien intelligent, you can call it probably God, parked out in plain sight. I don't really want to ruin the whole thing, I, I really don't. The whole point is because of all of this, people were like, oh my god, Stanley Kubrick could totally have done it. I have read all different forms of evidence as to how Stanley was involved and proof that he was. There's all kinds of little things of people stating that he actually flew out to meet with representatives of NASA and they offered him a bunch of money, had a place, showed him this whole like area that they were going to use. Not saying it is or isn't true, I just find it very interesting. Something about the people who do believe in this theory is they will go to their grave with it. And all I gotta say to that is, hell yeah, at least you believe in something and you're willing to hold on to it. That's more than most people will do and I'm down for that. I might not believe the same theory as you, I might believe that we did go to the moon or maybe I don't. Ah, jury's still out, I don't really know. I'm kidding, I actually do think we went to the moon but I also find a lot of this pretty interesting. Question left for you. Do you think we went to the moon? Or do you think it really is just some elaborate hoax that has been managed to be kept a massive secret? Mm -hmm. Stranger things have happened. Here, let me, uh, let me log on to my Facebook really quick. I, I gotta post this article. Have you guys seen The X-Files? I mean, it's basically a documentary. I'm unfollowing, cause you bother me. John Doe, cause he's kinda discreet, cause he thinks he's hiding from Illuminati elite, no. but he's really just a troll who's sitting at home alone, listening to Alex Jones, waiting for me to tweet, I hate this guy, huh. I find his timeline quite appalling, in every other reply he says the sky is falling, oh it says that we should never vaccinate a human body, and if I argue with the man, you're part of the Illuminati, yeah. Well, you should read what he posts. Tupac is alive, the moon landing's a hoax. He thinks your phone's a tap, man, you just never noticed it. He thinks the weather's bad, cause the government's controlling it, uh. It's all part of that secret society, uh. Run by aliens living here quietly. He should pack his laptop and take it for a ride. And if the earth is really flat, he should throw it off the side. I wanna find the White House mailbox and poop in it. They're trying to cover the truth. Extraterrestrials connected to a government coup. And that's connected to the press, which is connected to the feds, which is connected to the web, and that's connected to you. I posted up a picture of myself and my nephew. You commented below, who's that kid you're standing next yeah. to? If you zoom in closely on the symbol on his left shoe, you'll notice that's the god of Scientology, Zenu. Yeah. How far along is he into indoctrination? Has he tried to poison your influenza vaccination? You should stay very far away from that little fool. I replied, dude, I haven't spoke to you since I'm middle school. because you bother me. Cause he 
doesn't understand facts Can't unfriend him cause I'm scared he'll mail me anthrax I don't trust him, he's a crackpot I just taped over the camera on my laptop For a while hadn't posted at all Cause he starts an argument on every post on my wall And that's how it was in my Facebook world Until conspiracy guy met conspiracy girl And he immediately took her on a cheap date They went to cheesecake and talked about the deep state And ever since he never wrote me again And now his whole timeline is just photos of them no more post about Big Brother run amok Accusing me of how I'm all involved in the cover-up uh, And I'm happy as life improved But honestly, I kinda miss the dude I think that audio, that song, all of that, though a bit long, was totally perfect to close out this episode. I love a good conspiracy theory, I really do. I will sit with you for hours and listen and talk about them because I just enjoy it. That does not mean that I believe them. I have a very open mind. I believe in many different ways it's very narcissistic of us to just take the world at face value. To listen to other people and have them say this is how it is, ah, is it? I'm not saying question everything, but I am also also saying question everything. Maybe not to the extent that The X-Files is a documentary, however I do think that there are things in this world that may be being hidden. After all, there are a list of truly terrifying conspiracies. Ones that when people whispered of words of them, they were mocked and ridiculed. Only for those absolutely heinous, scary, terrifying, and bonkers conspiracies to be proven true. And who knows, maybe one day all three of these will be proven just that. Or, you know, maybe not. Anyways, thank you for tuning in on this bonus episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it and that you are leaving this in a good mood. And if you're not, well, hey, I love you. In case no one's told you today, I am so fucking proud of you. And I hope that you'll meet me here for the next episode of What the Actual Left. Because you are a highlight to my week. So, see you here next time on another episode of What the Actual Left. Love you guys. Bye.